I'm Jeff Cook. And I'm TJ Wilson. And this is Around the Circle. I'm walking slowly. The Enneagram is a map of the human personality. It's a tool for navigating relationships. It creates language for what motivates us and helps us look at the way we look at everything else. Most importantly, the Enneagram's a mirror because sometimes you need help seeing yourself. My name is Jeff Cook. I'm a philosopher in Greeley, Colorado, and with me is TJ Wilson, businessman, lover of theology, and Enneagram Ninja. Hello. My man. Hey, hey. We are continuing our dive into some of the topics that were raised in our Wonderful conversation with Joey Shuey. Uh, lots of good things to talk about today. Mm, yep. Um, in fact, this may be one of my favorite types of topics that we're hitting today. Okay, sweet. I don't know if you got your favorite Enneagram book, but in my experience, the, the, the thing that has really been most informative to me in all Enneagram study is something out of Riso and Hudson's blue book, The Wisdom of the Enneagram. They picture the overlap between our center and our stance between our primary center and its targets and our stance. And commonly, you and I come to this and we say, you know what Enneagram is about? It's about what do you want and how do you get it? And for me, that's answered in that diagram. Your center is about what you want. Your stance is about how you get it. When we talked with Joey. She had a fantastic new spin on this combination. And that's where we're going today. And like language that alters the common language about it and i think is is much more concise we use the words glasses all the time with enneagram it's like here take off your glasses you're wearing try these new glasses and see new and different things when looking at the same topic right that's what my experience was yeah but the shift in terminology that joey offers is gonna open up some doors and uh we're gonna walk through those doors see what's there i'm gonna talk about primary so Forgive me, but this 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 is a topic. One, you might want some paper. Actually, when we were talking to her, I was like, I need to go back and diagram this. Yeah, I need right. to go back and write this down. So, right. so that's what I did. Now I'm back. Um, so this will again be a, a slightly more advanced enneagram uh, podcast this time. Uh, it would be a great thing to have some paper nearby, especially as we mentioned your number. You can kind of see some of the things that we're talking about. Yep. Obviously, around the circle, we pick a topic, we go around the circle. This time we're talking about the overlap of centers and stance and just using some different language for that. So um, I wanted to start with the fives. I thought the head triad was the easiest for me to see and to get into. And cool. wanted to jump in the fives first. Fives in this language would then be solitary thinkers. They're part of the withdrawn triad in terms of uh, their stance. And they're part of the head triad in terms of their center. So they are solitary in terms of their posture towards the world. And they are engaging the world first with their head. So they are solitary thinkers. Let's talk about that element. And then, and then there's a spin. Great. Uh, Yeah, there's, uh, I don't really know that there's much to say about this, except if, if you know fives there, the thinking goes on inside their head. Like they're, they're, they are, solitary in the way that they use the thinking center 
It doesn't depend on you. It doesn't depend on me. It doesn't depend on anything else. That, and it, it's still also through their own way of categorizing information. They want to be objective outside observers and sort of like you might even use the word independent they, because they don't want to influence the subject of their study, right? But it's all still through their, their own internal sort of understanding of, of the way the world works and, and all of the things that are in their head. This information has to make sense to them. And so they are what? solitary in the way that they think. So all the types are going to have a solitary element. One of the things that Joey said was that solitary is one of those things that's not shared. Right. That this element, whatever the element is, it could be your feelings. It could be your actions. It could be with the fives. It can be your thinking. It's something that's not necessarily shared. That's something mm-hmm. you keep to yourself. Yeah. And withdrawal, when, when withdrawing, it's almost like you're saying, this is a space of myself I'm keeping to myself. Yeah. And for fives, it's their thinking. Yeah. Fives are not really verbal processors. Now, when fives move into stress, here's going to be the move. We want to talk about stress and security as well. And this is something TJ and I have talked about in the past in terms of how our stance and our center seems to shift a little mm-hmm. bit when we go into stress and security. When fives move into stress, they pick up tools at seven. Well, seven is going to engage the world also as a thinker but they're an independent thinker. What Joey said about independence is that this just isn't changing. Like you're not able to change the independent elements of a person. Right. And so the thinking for sevens is pretty much, it's, it stands apart from the world. They've done this way over here. It's on their own. And this is part of where that feeling repression comes and it, and it's where a lot of the energy comes Mm -hmm. is they're not influenced by the world here. Right. Fives in stress go, they pick up some of those tools at seven and become more independent thinkers. You have thoughts on that in terms of how that works in the life of a five? Yeah, I've, I think that that's part of the place where it becomes more untouchable. Like the, the, with being in that solitary place, they are able to adjust as the data changes. And I think when they move into the independent spot, it becomes a little bit more fixed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it's unmoving. And, and now not only is it a spot that they aren't interested in changing, but the, the world around them cannot influence it to change. Is that, is that a solidifying for fives in stress? They were open-minded, but, and open to the data. But mm-hmm. when things break and they go into stress, yeah. they need to make a commitment real quick. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Stand apart from the world, mm-hmm. engage the thing that they think is best, and then you know, get active with it so that you can get back to center. Right. And there's more openness when you get to the center. Yeah. To their center. We've talked about this with fives that in stress and security, both their energy is going to pop up a little bit. Right. So in stress, using those seven tools, that's going to be a, an energetic, engaging space. Mm-hmm. So too, when they when fives move to eight and use some of the tools at eight in security, 
kind of fall into that. What was what did she call it? She called it our reach. Uh, yeah. Our security move. When fives have what they want and get more secure, they're going to they're going to exhibit some of the behavior characteristics of eight and become more of an independent doer. Again, sevens, eights, part of the aggressive triad. So they're both independent. They both stand apart from the world. Now they're acting, though, on their knowledge. You got thoughts on fives going to eight as independent doers? Yeah, so that, that thinking space is is one of processing. It's it's making sense of the information, but there's there's nothing to do with it. There there's it, it doesn't come out. There's no doing involved in thinking. Like it, it's it's not about what the next steps are. It's about having the information and making sense of it. When they move into that eight place, they pick up the the doing part of eight and also because they have spent so much time putting the information in order now the information is here and it's it's unchangeable like you aren't going to change their minds when they get to this place because they already know all of the answers that you're trying to put out and why they're wrong it and for the most part, I'm guessing that a lot of fives moving to eight don't really have time for talking about the issue anymore because it's already solved and we need to do it now. Got some confidence. And as it as it was said, you're not changing in that space. It's like mm-hmm. this is I, I've already considered the data for for a long time. Yeah. And in security, when you get secure, you're just not changing your course at that point. Right. You'll notice with the fives, they're one of the few types, just fives and fours, who they have, uh, they move towards independence in stress, they move towards independence in security. All the other types, except for fours, are actually going to have a foot in independence, solitariness, and responsiveness. And we can see that with the sixes. Right. So, uh, Sixes are responsive thinkers. Just like fives, they're thinkers. They're in the head triad. But they are responding to the world in their thinking. Um, you want to talk about responsive thinking? Yeah, so r- responsive being a, a great new lens for the idea of that earning uh, dependent sort of concept responsive means that that there's something out there that is that we are responding to and we need to respond in order to to know where to go like it's it you see independent is doing what whatever they want solitary is sort of like we need to retreat to figure it out responsive is like tell me what to do and and so that responsiveness is is all about the the things that are coming from out there and and handling it in an out there kind of way got mentioned before but this is where the, Joey's vocabulary of externally referenced is probably real helpful yes yep. that for ones twos and sixes they're externally referenced they're earners they're responding to the world they're reactive to the world the world is doing stuff and their, their most comfortable play is to respond to what they see out there, which makes them kind of open. They're open 
with it for sixes, they are very open with their thinking. Mm -hmm. In fact, often outsource their thinking to others right. because they are so open. Yeah. And that responsiveness comes out here in terms of how they think. Yeah. Sixes are big verbal processors. I've never met one who isn't. Uh, and sometimes I speak to someone and then realize they're a six and then realize why they talk so much. Uh, it's not all sixes. It's fine. But uh, th this is their thinking is the thing that is their primary like this. This is this is their primary processing mode is through that head center. But because so much of what they understand is about what's out there, the external reference. They have to have the thoughts outside. They have to have other people validate their thoughts. They need to take in all of the input from other people to make sure that their thoughts are correct. Like it, the responsive thinking is a big part. Like it, it makes so much sense of how sixes are in the world. This might be a place to just kind of grab that topic we teased earlier. The responsive thinking of sixes mm -hmm. is going to be processed with their feeling center. Yep. So they're going to hear what other people have to say. And part of that's going to be processed through relational, emotional categories. Right. Yeah, they, they don't necessarily care what strangers think. But they do care a lot what their best friend thinks. Yeah. In stress, that feeling center is going to get elevated. In stress, sixes are going to use the tools at three to get out of stress. And they're going to be independent like threes and feelers like threes. So mm -hmm. independent feeling in three space emerges. You want to talk about sixes in that space yeah that's the space where they become a little bit more sort of not controlling but uh a, a, a little bit more assertive about putting their feelings out there and getting the feeling getting a sense of the feelings from others and and the way that their relationships work it it's it becomes more direct more intentional more driven uh, that that independentness is now they're a little bit less scared to get in trouble about their feelings. Yep. I see this being much more assertive in saying what their feelings are. Yes. And here's where the independence comes in, in the same way as we saw with fives. Their feelings aren't changing. Their right. feelings are as they are and they need you to understand it and yep. that's where the attention seeking at three really pops yeah yeah in that stress place at three you cannot change how they feel about something you can't uh this is a big part of my relationship with my sixth spouse i cannot change her feelings in when she is in a stress place. I can't really change her feelings anyway, but but even like showing her the logic about things, it doesn't work to change how she feels. Right. Open to changing her mind in her thinking. Sure. Not open to changing yep. her emotions. Absolutely. And that's a great way. That, that was the most helpful thing that I heard from Joey on this, yeah. was making those sorts of distinctions. Real helpful on this front. Correct. 
The sixth security move, when they have what they want, they move into security, take on some of the tools, some of the posture of nines. Nines are solitary. They're withdrawn types. They are solitary doers in Joey's language. Uh, you want to talk about that for sixes? Yeah, this this becomes a place where sixes become a lot more comfortable with trusting their own thoughts about the things out there. And it's it has a lot to do with what to do uh, because sixes struggle so much trusting their thoughts and, and they need that external guidance to to make plans to move to to do all the things in this in the nine place in the security place it becomes a lot easier to say actually i already know what to do i don't need to ask someone else's guidance yep that's where it is the the i can do this on my own mm -hmm. i have what it takes yeah. that will come out of the heart of a six is yep. them reaching for security right a lot of songs, a lot of the uh, like empowerment songs that kind of have that edge to them. Mm -hmm. um, there was a chart that was something like "This is my fight song," and it was it just had that that kind of tone for for me. It was like sure. it was like a woman women's empowerment kind of sure. chart in it. But it, I think it was much more about the heart of a six. Like it's like I got I have what it takes yeah. to do this. Yeah, by myself. Are you talking about I have the tiger? I. <laughs> Are you talking about Eye of the Tiger? That's a Rocky chart, yeah. Oh, right. So, not women's <gasps> empowerment. I think she does say that, though, doesn't she, in that mood song? I got the eye of the oh, tiger. Oh, yeah. Something yeah, like yeah. that? Yes. That's it. Yes. Anyway. Roar. <laughs> That's the name of the song, Roar. <laughs> Did you look it up? No, I just remembered. There's something about that. Um in terms of I have what it takes. It's, uh, mm -hmm. The six who trust themselves becomes a solitary doer. And there it is. You embrace the heart's message, six, yeah. and yep. it allows you to move to security. Yep. Sevens. Um, sevens are independent thinkers. They're part of the aggressive triad, assertive triad, makes them independent. That independence is here about their thinking. So you want to talk about sevens and and thinking independently. Yeah, I think this is a uh, sevens are good. Um, thinking a lot about our our conversation with Joel once upon a time about how he wants other people to come with him if he gets Super Bowl tickets, but even if nobody comes, he's going anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, like that. That the the plan is made, and I'm going along with the plan. Are you yep. going to come with me? Cool. If you don't, I don't care. I'm going. Very clearly can state that mm -hmm. here is here's here's my plan when it and it but it gets solidified, not changing. Yeah. For sevens, however, well, sevens I, I wouldn't say not changing, yeah, but not okay, changing yeah, because that. you try to change it. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Sevens like th this is you can't pin them down. You can't get them. It's it's you know it's sometimes kind of hard to get sevens to commit to things because yeah they're gonna go until they decide not to. Right. Because something else came up. Yep. And the fact that you're their best friend in the whole world for the last 30 years, it doesn't matter. Something better came up, and they're independent about their thinking. Yep. 
We have a buddy who's a seven who created a holiday uh, during finals week in their college years called So Lazyvis. Yeah. So Lazyvis was a celebration of all things lazy, and every year Perfect. it became how can I one up last year? And uh-huh. his final year, he decided to buy a packet of Depends uh-huh. because, of course, going to the restroom yep. was way too much effort. Yeah. And so being utterly lazy required the Depends. Yep. Could not get seared off of this. Oh, as of course the course. Not. And it if... doesn't matter that all of you had to be <laughs> around him with potentially a poopy diaper. Right. The The point of it was this thing that he had planned. Had it in his mind that a, 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 eventually he would defecate in the middle of the living room with everybody around and they would all laugh. If there had been something that could have potentially have been better. I imagine he would have jumped to the sentence, something oh, sure. that would have yeah. been better. But you're probably not one-upping that in his mind, yeah? Yeah. And I'm also guessing that none of you were <laughs> offering something better. You were just saying, this is going to be gross. That's exactly how it, And could not dissuade him nope. from no. said path. No. There's the independence. Yeah. Sevens in stress, going to pick up tools at one, and they're going to become responsive doers. This is all over my uh, mental picture of my stepfather. Sure. In terms of when things in the house broke, yeah. The I am responding to my nine wife's desires because she's angry, mm-hmm. and I, I hear that she's angry, and now I'm going to do whatever it takes to fix the the thing that she's angry about, yep. so that I can go back to party time as a seven. Yeah, yeah, and not. Fix it in the way that I want it, but fix it in the way that they expect it. Yeah. And and that that might mean not doing it right. That might mean mm. uh and and uh it it's like now the filter is what how is the external world, is someone else's yep. vision or um plan or like the the instructions that came with the thing it's you don't get to be independent about the things that you're doing when sevens are in stress yeah independence clearly isn't working right that's why you're stressed out and so you're going to bail independence grab something else yep that external reference is the thing Mm that's responding to whatever the world throwing at you there so that you can go back to your independent stance and be separate from the world yeah right and and do the things and do the things like doing is going to get you there yeah independent thinking is so much about planning for the next thing getting to the next like like what what could happen in this space when they move into this stress now we have to do something about it and now i need someone else to tell me how to do this because I was dreaming up something that's impossible. Right. In security, sevens are going to move into five space. And so like fives before, they're going to become solitary thinkers. Yep. Uh, that solitariness is, again, the not, not showed element of their mm-hmm. thinking. So they mm-hmm. were independent in their thinking, but now it's something different. So yeah. you want to unpack that? I think this is one of the places where the internal reference really helps make sense of this because this yeah. is the spot where the seven can go a little bit f- 
more internal can go examine the space in their own thoughts and and their heart and like what's going on internally what's going on that potentially I've been running away from instead of like thinking about the future now the thinking space becomes about me myself what's mm-hmm. what do I actually want from this do I want to sit in a poopy diaper <laughs> or do I just think this is a really funny joke? Yeah. Sevens traditionally don't have a, you know, instead don't have an anchor into the feeling triad. Mm-hmm. But as you're describing that, that's, that is kind of an avenue, I think you're right, into getting in, into spaces where they may do some self-examination. Right. Engage their their feelings as it were if they're secure and that's actually very common tj and i and other podcasts have talked about how so often in our security number that's where we actually engage our repressed center Mm -hmm. that seems like that's what's going on there for sevens as you're speaking yeah i i think they still they aren't they aren't necessarily going to feel their feelings uh, but I think this is the place where they can access them in a way that they can understand them. Mm-hmm. And and it's often about the feelings that they have had, not necessarily that they're having right now. Yeah. yeah. To use our language, in five space, they can think about their feelings. The primary center for fives is thinking. The secondary center for fives is their feeling center. Right. And so sevens in security can think about their feelings. Bang. All right, well, that's the head triad. So solitary thinkers for fives, responsive thinkers for sixes, independent thinkers for sevens. The stance getting communicated that way, I think, is real helpful. Mm-hmm. And then we'll see that with the heart triad and with the body triad. So jumping into the body triad, we hit eights. Eights are independent doers. And as I am saying it, the thing that's going off in my heart and mind is this is why my kid doesn't want help. Because <laughs> <laughs> you cannot influence his plants. You cannot influence the it's things that, that they have made decisions about. Not changing. Nope. Just not changing anything. Nope. Standing apart from the world. And the more you try, the the more they solidify. Yep. The doing side here strikes me as behavior. Um, anything we're saying there aside, like, is there a, I'm receiving the world through my intuitions? Um, or is this about res- responding to the world? I'm a doer. I I think it it is and can be both um, because... Yeah. Like that, that doing space is about understanding the world at a gut level, at a, at a, the way that my body feels in the world, the way that, 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 like, it's not about relationships. It's not about data. It's about an intuitional understanding that I can't really explain. And action is part of that. You know, like, like act, like when you brush your teeth, you don't think about the fact that you're brain is telling your hand to do these things and brushing the teeth you may think a little bit hard about where the toothbrush is going but for most of us we've been doing it long enough that it's all intuitional like it's muscle memory it's it's like the understanding is not about 
the data. The understanding is not about what other people think about my teeth. It's it's an intuitional sense of how to do this thing. Yep. As we said at the to set this up, eights, nines, and ones want to get control over their space mm-hmm. and themselves. Yep. They don't want to be controlled. How are you going to get it? Eights are going to go independent. They're going to separate themselves from the world. I, as we've said in the past, in other episodes, you know, they create very strong, spiky, you know, uh, gates through which you probably can't get through unless they allow you. Right. And that's an independence. For nines, it's going to be going internal. Yeah, that solitary space. Solitary space, and yeah. then and ones are going to react to the world. Yeah, in or but the reaction of ones going external is all about getting control over their spaces and themselves by earning it. Right, and that's the there is the through line. Mm-hmm. It's then okay. So as independent doers, when moving into stress, the independent doing didn't work. Like you were trying to set. Set, uh, stand apart from the world, do your things on your own, and it didn't work. And so you move into five space, you start picking up some five tools in order to get back to center. And fives, as we've said it before, are solitary thinkers. So you want to talk about eights going into that? that space? Yeah, that, um, that solitary thinking space. It's a moment to retreat, to stop moving for a second and go into a space where you don't have to act on the thoughts that you have immediately. You can actually just have thoughts and think about them and like make a plan or think about the different options that you might have available to you because eights are are so quick thinking that they're already onto the thing that they have already decided independently is the right thing and they're they're moving when they move into this stress place that is an opportunity for them to withdraw a little bit and begin to process what's happening and and come up with like like let's examine the actual data not just what you think is right but the actual data out there might be different from what you you were originally thinking again that's not shared space correct I'm, the eight is not sharing their thinking with you no when they're in stress that's incredibly helpful i think for those of us who love eights eights may not recognize or maybe they do they're controlling their thinking but for the rest of us when our eights are going to those stressful places we may not hear what they're actually processing right and for eights who are often so incredibly transparent naturally that may be a space where we think that they just gave up or or that they moved on or that they're like they it may seem like something has changed and it's probably just because their their thinking is now internal. Don't want to tell you that they surrendered, but they're going to yeah. just go go over here. The, right. Your language has been, well, I'm going to pick up my ball and go home. Right. Joey's language was, I'm just going to go to bed. Yep. Same same kind of, uh, what, that's expressions of behavior, but it's the same internal process. Yeah. 
When moving into security, eights are going to exhibit some of those two attributes. So they become responsive feelers. Again, open-hearted, externally focused. This is the magnanimous side of eights. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what you got there? Yeah, it's a, it's a space where um, they have the opportunity to respond to the outside world as opposed to where they normally are, which is just doing what they think needs to be done. Uh, in the responsive feeling space, it's like they they are are more aware that they aren't in a vacuum hopefully, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that they aren't an island and that their behavior has effects on other people. And this is the space where they can see the effects on other people. And because they're the feeler, like this is the feeling space for them. It's like, it, it it's sort of just doubling down on that thing that they need, which is they need to understand that other people are part of the world and they are not that, and that they are not separate from those other people and the effect that that the eight has on the people around them. Yeah, it's again, the security move is going to get paired here with elevating your repressed center. Mm-hmm. And for eights, you're elevating your feeling center. Yep. Which has been repressed. Yep. Boom. Nines. Nines are solitary doers. Again, the doer is there. But because they're uh, in the withdrawn triad, move towards being solitary. This is not shared doing. Uh, you want to talk about that? Yeah, this is a thing that um, I I hope that other nines, if they didn't know this about themselves, that they have now gained an understanding of something that I think is crucial, critical to, to nineness. That I, I do not tell other people about the things that I do I don't I'm very bad at advocating for my the way that I engage the world and like that that's good or bad I don't tell people about the things that I don't want other people to know about and I don't tell people about the things that other people should know about my doing is like I the way that I process my gut level understanding and engagement with the world is solitary it is internal and i don't share that with other people partly because i can't but also partly because i don't think that it's my place to share that with other people it's it's a solitary way of of being i don't think this is primary but it's like a side example the the idea that nines will often employ the pocket veto is mm-hmm. part yep. of this. Exactly. It's you have handed me something. What I'm going to do with it is I'm going to put it in my pocket. I know what I'm going to do with this thing that you handed me and put in my mm-hmm. pocket, but I won't be revealing that to you. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll see what what emerges. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've shared this example before. My father-in-law... Um, we have a lot of uh, politically tinted conversations. We try not to talk about active politics, but we do have conversations about political theory and and some things like that. And he was he did... complaining about your Trump bumper sticker again? The the one the Trump two twenty twenty four. Let's yeah. do it again. Yeah, he yeah. just yeah. he just will not <laughs> let it go. Um, he and I are not 
on the same page about all of those conversations, but he did not know that until he started learning about nines <laughs> not sharing what's going on. Eight that he is, that this became a topic that he probably brought up with uh, some assertiveness. Yeah. And and he's fine with that. He's he's transparent. <laughs> he's okay putting his stuff out there. And I can have these conversations and agree with him on a fundamental level, but I don't necessarily agree with him on the practice level. And I'm very good. Nines are very good at making other people think that we agree with them. And when he learned that I didn't, you know, it... It was a whole thing. It was fine. It's fine. It's fine. I wish that it was still the case that he didn't know. But like th this is part of that solitary uh, internal process. It's also the to, to add what we've been adding uh, in terms of processing. It's that nines are solitary doers who process with thinking. Yes. And notice how much of that is going on there. It's yep. the pivot over to your head of what can and can't be shared mm -hmm. in order to maintain, maintain the calm. Yeah. Sometimes that doesn't work. Oftentimes it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna pivot, pick up some tools at six to address the fact that uh, the, the solitary doing isn't being effective. Yep. And in six space, the nine is gonna become a responsive thinker. Um, so again, you're already used to thinking if you're mm -hmm. processing with thinking in nine mm -hmm. space, but here the thinking becomes responsive. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the, in center, there's a lot of, of, of thinking going on, but in the stress move, now my thinking gets tinted with how other people see things, how other people might see it if... Uh, whatever is happening comes to light. How, like, the the way that my thinking, the way that Nine's thinking changes in this space is it, it becomes so much more externally focused. Mm -hmm. If solitary tools had worked for you, you wouldn't be stressed out. Right. That, that external move. It's, yep. it's real similar to what happens with sevens. Yep. Um, independence isn't working for the seven. They become external. Yep. I need to talk about how I'm thinking about it. Uh, the, you need to get other input to process this. It's like so much of what goes on in the life and the heart and the, of the, the nine on a regular basis is just like we don't need other people's influence we just need to spend some time with our own thoughts when we get to this stress place we can't do it on our own anymore and we need other input and and yeah. often we also are responding to external input like it's not it, it's not a step back anymore now it's it's a little bit more of of grabbing onto the things that are breaking and and trying to fix them In security, move towards independence. And this is independence and feeling. And this was something Joey brought up that when you hit this spot, nobody can change how you feel. Yeah. 
about things, you are yep. going to feel you're going to be setting, set, standing apart from the world at this point. Yeah. 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 And, and I think this is a space that, uh, this was, uh, helped me understand this idea that like our, our lines to stress and security. And, and I, I hope that this makes sense to everyone else for their own type, but, but our lines to stress and security are actually a lot more, uh, sort of woven into, our regular life because this idea of independent feeling it comes up a lot more than i thought it did until she started talking about it right and 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 by that i mean that in general when i know when i am aware of what i actually feel about something when i am aware of my emotional state it cannot be influenced by other people mm usually i am thinking i'm i'm processing the data of my emotions not necessarily feeling them and so when i come to this place where i actually get a good grasp on what my feelings are you can't change it and nines being sort of like adaptable and amenable and like we're we're moving where the the river takes us when we when we find a spot where it's like oh this is a strong feeling of mine you can't it no amount of logic or action will change that feeling and oftentimes with in my experience that is a feeling that lasts long past when the data shows that you were wrong <laughs> So, for example, we, there was this building in sort of in the mid. There was this wall in the middle of our building uh, years and years. When we moved into this building, there was a section of wall that we decided to take out. And I was very frustrated and upset about this decision to take out this part of the wall. Jeff decided to take it out, and that's what led to the frustration. <laughs> it wasn't just Jeff. There was other things involved as well, but it was a big point of contention. Like, I, yeah. I wrote a sternly worded letter, and, like, <laughs> like, it was a thing that we fought about for, like, a week or two, and in the end, I just didn't, I didn't have a choice. And that feeling stuck with me for a long time long like years long that feeling rested in me despite the fact that the reality of removing the wall was immediate the it was the right on the decision. positive side immediate yeah. it was like yes this is the right thing to do the feeling that i didn't the feeling that i had in that situation lasted Not for a very long time because on that front, it doesn't matter how practical it was. Just it, doesn't matter. You, you're not in control of your space yep. and of yourself. I and didn't want that wall to come down. And yeah. yeah. Attachment to things. I mean, we could talk about the Harmony Triads at some point there, but mm -hmm. like the nine's attachment to, to their stuff as yep. like elements of themselves comes yeah. out there as well. Yeah. Bang. So that's actually a good example of that. That independent feeling is not necessarily a healthy, like it, it, it doesn't guarantee that it's a healthy move. Right. Uh, I, I was certain I, I was secure in knowing the feeling and like in the beginning 
when we were first having, I was secure in how bad of an idea this was. But I was wrong and I was unhealthy about it. And, and that didn't change when the reality showed itself to me. That feeling stayed with right. me. Mm. That's a good example. So as we can move to ones, ones are going to be independent in their thinking way and security here in a second. We could talk about how when those, <laughs> those two things come into conflict. I, I do want to mention something real quick before we move on. For those of you who are new to our material, at the beginning of 2023, we did a long conference on stress and security. So if you want to jump further into some, some of our thoughts on these moves, we did just a whole host. We did a live event, and it's probably you know four or five hours worth of material. Real good. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the stuff I'm most proud of, you can find that at the beginning of 2023 on this very feed, which you should should subscribe to if you have not already. Um, by the way, I mentioned Instagram for like the first time ever uh, here in the last uh, two episodes. We clicked on it the other day, which I never post. Uh, this is a, a, it's a place we communicate, but I never post. And then there was like 50 people who had started following us. Oh, nice. And so if you followed us recently, just a shout out. Much love to you. Appreciate that. Um, you can also find us on the threads, I suppose. With that said, and hey, go give us some stars on your <laughs> podcasting platform of choice, <laughs> which would be Spotify or iTunes for me. Moving to now the one. Notice here that the one uh-huh. got Needs into some... a process and had to finish the process, mm-hmm. which is another way of describing responsive doing. Which process are you talking about? The the like you started talking about all the uh like the, all the... It, that that became the place to plug. Is our commercial in the middle? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like there there wasn't like an intentional thing there. It just sort of like came about in the natural conversation and then oh, this is if I'm plugging, then I I need to do a plug. And if I'm yeah. plugging this, then I need to plug everything. Externally referenced uh, doer that I am. Yeah. Uh, responsive doer. There is something about needing some feedback from folks. Yep. It's part of my core. This is actually what, what this is about. Me asking for stars has nothing to do with actually stars. It actually is about me engaging the world and feeling good in the world. Because I'm getting feedback from folks. I never speak to our listeners, you know. Right. We have we have we have a few thousand listeners. I know twenty of their names, mm-hmm. you know, but the but the that that small means of communication is what I'm longing to have. I was meeting right. with a, a guy this morning, who's a one who's uh, likely going through um, a divorce, and his uh, spouse wouldn't give feedback like he was like pushing mm. like yell at me you know yeah uh tell me that i really did something terrible you know like yeah. I, I want to hear what ha- you know how you're feeling mm-hmm. just longing for a response and and she is you know just holding all of that to herself right and what was interesting is they went to therapy and uh the counselor when as she started saying all the things that he had done the therapist wouldn't let him respond Mm. And it's the opposite side of yeah. this. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's he's externally referenced. He wants something to respond to. Mm-hmm. And on one front, she wasn't giving him anything to respond to. And then once she started going, he couldn't respond to the thing that he she was giving him to, to respond yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> I just thought that that was humorous. A great I, picture uh, for understanding once. If you don't, if you don't understand why uh, responsive types in your life are like need you to give them something, this here's a great picture of it. That's it. It's the external reference. Yeah. It's how you get your bearings. Mm -hmm. Independently referenced types, three, sevens, and eights, can stand apart from the world, get their bearings. Yep. Once, uh, fours, fives, and nines can go internal, get their bearings. Yep. Two sixes and ones, this is why we're verbally processing. This is why we're trying to get something from the people around us. Is That's how we navigate. Yep. Navigation would be a good term here. Sure. All-encompassing term. Uh, what's going on? Cause stance, stance is about how you, you get what you want. But there's another element. It's how are you sailing your ship, as it were? Are, sure. you, using, are you using internal tools, external tools, or independent tools? Yeah. Um, responsive doing is all over again, the activities of ones in that they want control over their space. They don't want to be controlled, want to have autonomy. I've used the word sovereignty a couple of times that the way that's um, being actualized is they're going to earn it. If you're good enough, you will have ownership over yourself, your space and what, and your future and all that you want. Yeah. And so that earning comes with that external focus. Thoughts on that? Yeah, it's a um, like a, like the you have to do something in order to get the thing that you're looking for. Like you you, you have to earn it. Uh, my uh, my partner is also an earner. She's a six, not a one, but but she like I make we make jokes constantly about the fact that like she doesn't allow herself treats because she didn't earn it. Like mm-hmm. you have you have to earn the thing that you want. And and in this space in the responsive ones the like the doing for them the the way that they are understanding like an intuitional understanding of what is how how they are supposed to be in any given space has to do with the external forces. That's why we make the joke about like changing the light bulb. The fact that the light bulb is out affects their understanding of themselves in the world and they need to respond to that. The light bulb can be changed. I can be the one to do it. I will do it. Mm-hmm. I want to jump to security on this one for a half second, but this is why one seem real flexible in terms of their doing, like, mm-hmm. like the action side of things flexible, yeah. the thinking side, not as flexible. And this Correct. also gets brought up all the time, yep. but there's where the, when ones get secure, they move towards, you know, embracing seven tools in security mm-hmm. and become independent thinkers. And so, and this, this can be low side seven when, if you have a one in your life whose thinking has solidified, mm-hmm. it's cause they're secure. Yeah. And they're going to the low side in terms of saying, well, here's my rigid opinion. Mm-hmm. And, and it can't be changed. And, and changed. oftentimes because of the one 
sort of like black and white understanding of the world anyway. Like it, it, it's not that here is my opinion. It's here is here is objective fact, and there's yeah. nothing that you can say to persuade me differently. This may be, in fact, when Joey's talking about reach, that may be some of it as well. Sure. One's wanting to feel good might reach for that, mm-hmm. you know, black and white thinking. Yes. Yeah. This is the and- place where... I can put everything into categories so it all makes sense so that I can be in control of myself and my surroundings. Yep. Again, insecurity thinking repression is what's going to get addressed in your security number for ones. Right. Um, So on the high side of seven, there'll be a lot more looseness, open-mindedness. Yeah. Independence comes in with like, like not being tied to the responsiveness. That needs to, I said it in one of the previous episodes, but it was, that needs to get tied with a sense of, what did I say? It shows self-confidence. If you're Mm -hmm. flexible, it shows that you actually have some, some legitimate, uh, trust in your thinking if yep. you're if you're flexible and yep. open to new ideas. The stress move for ones is to go to four space, use some four tools in stress, and uh, fours are solitary feelers. You can see this with a lot of ones that they're going to fix it on their own. Mm-hmm. And th- that's a doing metaphor, but it's really often about themselves. Like, I yeah. need to fix myself. Mm-hmm. That internal anger... Um, and the internal critic, as I suppose, can can materialize here in terms of the solitary feeling yeah. that ones can. And I think it's also uh, that, that like ones aren't good at slash don't like to share their emotional space. Yeah, because Isn't... the the emotions are messy. They're uh, they they're inappropriate. Um, and and I have seen. This is something that I've seen with you. Like you don't see, don't naturally see, uh, you you don't naturally see an intrinsic value to exposing your feelings in public. Mm -hmm. And everyone who sees them come out in the right places says, yes, that, more of that, please. And it's because the 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 processing of feelings, the the way that ones get in touch with their own sense of themselves in that feeling space, and and really try to understand the feelings of others, even like that that all happens internally, right? And so why would I let this stuff out? It's because it's supposed to be on the inside. That's where my feeling space is. I feel like for most people who are close to me or the community that I teach for, like my anger is all over who I am. For folks who say that like ones kind of restrict their anger, that's not mm-hmm. my correct way of Agreed. being in the world. <laughs> Agreed. It's, also, it's also the case that I think my joy is pretty much out front. Um, that might be a more secure Yes, Move. but but when anger is, I think that like like the expression of anger is 
is a different thing, but when anger points is is actually pointing at something else, that understanding, that that sense, that emotion is internal. Right. And and sharing vulnerability like joy and anger are easy to express for you. But mm-hmm. sharing vulnerability, sharing deep sadness, like a lot of this stuff is is something that that you keep internally. You keep solitary. These are all things I feel like I'm I overly share. Like I like a, I feel like I overshare on these friends. You don't think you feel like I, you do, but you don't. Yeah, that's interesting. Place I don't feel like I I the place I really feel restrictions is in publicly like I'm a body type who uh, prefers physical affection uh-huh. and my culture has told me that's never appropriate. Sure. Yeah. Or at least that's what I think. Mm-hmm. And so again, solitary feeling. Yeah. That would be an example for me. So yeah. like, how is it that I tell a person in front of me that like, I really respect care and honor their presence in my life. Mm hmm backpack you know yeah and and that feels so it feels awkward to me it feels awkward to them and it's like i don't i don't have i would have a tool i would give you a a big fat hug but this is where like i feel like there's restrictions well and and also the like again like the and and like Pairing the fact that you are are naturally a body type, expressing your emotions naturally is a physical response. Mm-hmm. Processing mm-hmm. and feeling your emotions, especially in this stress place, is an internal response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. This was um, here. Uh, this would be you know, we're landing on it for me as we're talking. the The thing is, I don't want to share things I haven't processed very well. Yeah. My thinking repression is all over this mm-hmm. where I'm still doing business with X, Y, and Z and I, I can't get vocabulary around it because I'm stressed out about this yeah. thing right now. It takes me forever to actually get back to that place where you know, I'm secure enough to think cleanly yeah. about my internal emotional life. Yeah, I feel like I express it. I don't think I understand it. Maybe perhaps on that front. I think you express it a lot less than you think you do. That's interesting. Yeah. I feel like I blow through those gates all the time, and then I kick myself for blowing through the gates. But yeah. <laughs> it's like me. It's I, not... I think my face is doing a lot more than it actually is <laughs> to show what's going on inside. <laughs> it's just not. That's funny. Solitary doer. Principle is there. The yep. not shared feelings uh, for ones in, in stress. Twos, I think, are very interesting on this front. And it, this, I, I think, twos and eights, I, in my experience, are the hardest to understand. And I think this this language really elevates what's going on with twos. Uh, twos are responsive feelers. That's that seems fairly obvious. The mm-hmm. external focus, they're attention seekers, and you know they want to, and they're feeling the emotions in the room. Mm-hmm. And the and and in this way in in particular they are more about other people's emotions than necessarily their own mm-hmm. 
Like they're responding to the emotional state of the external forces. Yep. Externally referenced, open to changing those feelings. Yeah. If you're happy, I'll be happy. Yep. Going to meet you in those spaces. Yeah. Uh, I'm here. I'm here to help. <laughs> yeah, right. The the earning through one's feeling center is is just all over that. The move to stress is a move to eight tools. So apparently responsive feeling isn't working. And so what's going to happen here is an independent doing emerges. Mm -hmm. And that comes across. We, we've talked about the stress move for fives being very strange, yeah. moving to seven space. I think this is the one that actually, the more that I think about it, maybe the most strange for some of us is watching mm -hmm. the two, you know, hulk out and get into some eight space. It's like, yep. okay, I'm gonna, go ahead. I, well, I think that twos are often fairly active anyway. Like they're, the, the doing supports their feeling. Mm -hmm. uh, so so they're, they're regularly responding to the outside world. They're, they're in motion and, and have like solving problems and like bringing casseroles and doing all of the things because of their feeling center, because of their responsiveness. When they move to stress and pick up the doing of at, at eight, it's less about what's actually being like the actual doing and more about the understanding the the intuitional understanding mm -hmm. that they get there yep because they're not paying attention to themselves in their responsive feeling space responsive is about everyone else feeling is about everyone else When they come to the independent doing space, now they need to stand apart yeah. and get in touch with their own stuff. Yeah. We've mentioned it before, but Suzanne Stabile's mantra, what's mine to do? That's high yep. side stress move yep. for a two. Yep. It's, it's engaging independently saying... I'm going to act in the world. I'm I'm coming to understand what I need to do to act in the world in ways that are healthy. Yeah. What are my gifts? What are my strengths? What what gives me life? What what is something that only I can do? And th these spaces are not well informed by my reading of other people's feelings about what I do right if you have to say no to someone and you might disappoint them in the responsive feeling space you don't say no in the independent doing space you understand that you must say no yeah. and that's okay it's actually probably better for you it it's the way the world should be <laughs> it's using the tools to get you back to center as I'm going through this, there's the three twos that I'm closest to say no to me all the time. 
Uh, and but one of them is a nurse, one of them's a new mom, and one of them just started a, a psychiatric practice. Yep. And as we're talking, I'm like, oh, it's not about you. Yep. <laughs> it's about the fact that your friends are stressed out, and you should yep. have more empathy, Jeff. Didn't think about that. Um, Security move is uh, they're going to remain feelers, but it's going to be solitary feelers. And this is the two getting in touch, not with everybody else's feelings, but with their own feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going internal. And, and uh, at eight, you get a sense of what is the thing that I am particularly supposed to be doing. At four, you get a sense of how do I feel? Not shared. That's nope. an interesting thing here. Because uh, twos are verbal processors and externally referenced. They share uh-huh. everything. Uh-huh. And when they come to four in security, they don't have to share everything. There it is. Low side there is kind of coming to a spot where it's like only my feelings matter. Yes. Something of that sort. Yep. And that's worth naming. Um as you reach for when twos reach into security. Uh, threes are also feelers. Independent feelers. This is the one that's most confusing on the whole chart for me. And so I've asked both both threes in my life, okay, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, one didn't uh, call me back, and then the other was my, my spouse, and we dialogued over this with, with lunch. And I was, she didn't like the term independent. So interesting. I wanted, I wanted to float this to you. And this may be a spin thing. The word that she preferred was confident. She's a confident feeler. She comes to her feelings, and this is how her feelings work. <clears throat> this is how her feelings work. And she trusts those feelings. And she thinks everybody else should probably feel the same way she does. And there's something there in terms of the Tony Robbins get up on stage. Let me let me lead everyone else's feelings. I want you sure. to come over here and and succeed like I do and feel the way I do. And this is the way to feel. That was what I kind of took away from from her analysis. What sure. do you think? I get that. I like it. Uh, I think it ignores the part. Well, maybe. Now notice uh, she is feeling repressed as well. And so that being an independent feeler who's feeling repressed, that's the thing. Especially processes with doing. But now that I feel this way, I'm going to act in the world and really leverage the acting. See, it's tricky. (laughs) It is tricky. And I, I think that I don't like the word confident. Um, but I, that might just be my own misgivings and I'm not exactly sure why I'll have to think about that. But uh, I think the place where I want to see independent come in is that they can't be moved or persuaded off of the way that they have engaged the feeling center. And yeah. by that, I mean that they, that I have had so many conversations with threes who are certain that someone else felt this way about something. 
And there's nothing you can do to change that. And the um, because they know how to read people and and they know like they just get this and they know like it their their understanding of that is not wrong and you can't change it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. whether or not they engage has little to do with anything else in the world so confidence i think is nice but i i i think it's a fine word but i also think that it's intentionally cr- chosen to soften the blow of the fact that if threes don't care, they don't care and there's nothing you can do to change it. Yeah. And this if they was, do care, they're, they care all the way. So my, uh, my wife works with, uh, teachers with teachers in training college students mm-hmm. and they are very emotional half yes. the time, or at least in terms of the stories I hear. Yeah. Kelly has a feeling about how they should feel. Yes. Their feelings are getting in the way and are an obstacle to them being successful. Yes. Her feelings about the situation are the only ones that matter. And she acts from that spot, which is oftentimes a place of confidence, a place of understanding, and trying to get um, teachers who are having a really hard time with ninth graders. This is the first time that they've been you know, in charge of lesson plans and their lessons plans fail and their whole world's going to fall apart and they're going into debt and now they're mm-hmm. going to work at McDonald's the rest of their life because they mm-hmm. couldn't figure out how to hold the teaching job. Mm-hmm. And she's like, those feelings are all obstacles for my three wife. Yeah. And it's like, how do I get you from here to there? Because yep. my feelings are the only ones that matter in yep. this situation. Yep. That's how the independence works. And confidence is great when she's right. Mm-hmm. But confidence is the wrong word when she's wrong. Well, she's still confident in it, even though. <laughs> but but that's what, it, like, like there there's this line, this fine line that separates confidence and arrogance. Yeah, explain that to a three. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Because if she, if she sees it as confidence all the time, then it's fine. But some other people might see it as arrogance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, on the flip side, if you're very... If she's standing independent in her sadness. Yeah. Everybody else should be sad about this thing that I'm sad about. Mm-hmm. And that, that does... That can overwhelm spaces, yep. as it were. Yep. Um. It's again the support and the processing with doing. Threes are going to be feelers who process with doing. Yeah. And the move, the pivot to that doing is all over this in terms of feelings, as we've talked about with threes. Feelings are, can be a huge impediment to forward momentum. Right. Right. And, and especially if we have to, uh, come to terms with the messiness of feelings Mm -hmm. as opposed to like I am already certain about how this should go Mm -hmm. the independent sort of standing apart way when you don't have to jump into the muck you can just do something to get rid of the muck Mm -hmm. or to, to fix the muck 
That can, uh, again, I feel like that can be a superpower on one hand, and it can be something that really is damaging on yes. another. Yeah. So, like, sometimes it's incredibly helpful to have a three say, look, suck it up, buckaroo, we're moving forward. Right. Like, that actually can be really helpful sometimes. And right. sometimes you actually do need to do real business with how you're feeling. Right. And so, too, for the three, the three who sees their own emotions as uh, counterproductive, that's not necessarily a healthy move for that three also. Right. It's both for the people out there and for the three themselves. Correct. Bang. The stress move is to move to nine space, and this is solitary doing space. Mm-hmm. And again, the, the I see this all the time, the three who shuts the door. You know, I'm going to hang out in bed all day. Yeah. And get off I'm, stage. Don't need attention. I don't need to draw attention to the activities that I am doing. Uh, like the, the going on a hike and not putting it on Instagram as a solitary mm-hmm. doing move. Uh, I think there's also a um, high side, high side stress move right there. Yeah, I think there's also a a solitary, more intuitional kind of space for this uh, because it's getting more in touch with who you are. That's a space that threes need to to embrace. And if they don't know that yet, they will learn that, and they'll probably learn it the hard way. There is a person underneath all of the masks that you've been putting on, and getting in touch with that person is... You, you must in order to grow. Yeah, that's a helpful place. As you're saying, if, 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 if threes in their stress move allow themselves to do and the doing be introspective. Yeah. In terms of their emotional yeah. center, that's real helpful. Yeah. If, they're, if their stress move is entirely about shutting down, it's not necessarily, if it's about sloth, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, that's not necessarily, a, that's obviously, that's the low side. There are a lot of threes who just need to stop for a little while. Yeah. And when they take a vacation, to not take any work on their vacation and not try to win their vacation, but to, in fact, rest. Right. That is a good and necessary thing. Yeah. But it's not the only thing about that stress move. Right. Yeah. I know a three who, you know, boasts and reframes the fact that he spent a year in his basement smoking weed. That would be, that's not necessarily getting in touch with your feeling center. Yeah. That, yep. that would be unproductive doing. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Reframed from a stage in front of thousands of people. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the move uh, into security is to, to exhibit some of the behavior of sixes, and they become responsive thinkers. This is interesting to me in terms of just the, I have the attention that I want, and now I'm secure, and so I'm very open to the thinking even the leadership of of others. My, mm-hmm. I'm open-minded at that point because I already got what I need. Yeah. In that independent place that threes naturally live, it's, it's not really a space where they can be moved. And when they come into this responsive thinking, now they can take better stock of the information available to them and respond to it in a, in a 
a different kind of way. It's it's going to be less about like being sure of what they think is the thing that needs to happen and more about like taking in the information around them. Who who is this affecting? Who is who is winning? Not just me, but like like this is about more than winning. And so like let's let's process all of the things together and bring in some external f- information, external data, external people, uh, all of the things that are out there that I'm usually like, I could care less about uh, like other people can't change my plans on this. The responsive thinking space lets other people, lets me become part of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, the move in security for three is always very communal. Yeah. Is what it seems like. Yeah. It's good. Uh, fours are the last in the heart triad. Solitary. Solitary feelers, where twos are responsive feelers and threes are independent feelers. Fours are s- solitary feelers, not sharing uh, their feelings necessarily. You want to talk about that? I, d- I think this is one of the spots where that not sharing is... It, 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 it's not perfect Correct. to say that solitary yeah. means they're not sharing. I think that uh, sol- for, in, for fours in particular, it's that they don't need to share or even that they must spend some time in a space where they are able to be entirely internal. It's not necessarily that they won't share their feelings. It's that they have to go internal to figure out their feelings. Yeah. The inner internal reference is definitely all over this. Yes. There are some, there are fours who, you know, you wouldn't get it if I shared how I was feeling. So I'm not going to. There, yep. That element, I suppose, is yep. in part there. Yeah. You're going to have to come over here. It's not, I don't know if it's a trustworthiness with fours. Um, it's part of the push pull as yeah, well. If if you can if you can hang and come over here to see the depths that I have to offer, then possibly the sharing would take place. I right. might move them more into a secure spot though. Right. Um and in that secure spot they become reactive doing. You have you have come over here and now I'm secure because you have given me your attention and I can be more open mm-hmm. and, and engaging. Yep. Yeah. And that's a secure move for yeah. the four. Yeah. Um, I'm, I moved on from solitary feeler pretty quick there, though. Did, any, anything else we're saying there? I don't want to say no because I want to honor all the fours <laughs> that know that there's, there's mountains and valleys and the deepest depths of oceans to say about fourness and solitary feeler but i feel like we've talked i think that we have talked about what it is to be a feeler and what it is to be solitary a lot and and it's the i don't inter- have anything else to add it's the internal reference that's been really stands yeah. out to me there yeah. so if you are if you are internally referenced in your feelings and that's your primary then yeah. of course it's the case that you're really going to be processing 
your emotional life right. in that space, right. in your centered space. Yep. And and we can contrast that very easily by by looking at twos, which is where fours move to in stress and mm-hmm. become responsive feelers, mm-hmm. which it like twos in their natural states are are feeling the things that other people feel. Mm-hmm. They're not feeling their own stuff. Fours in their natural state are 100% feeling their own feelings. And in this stress move, their feelings become much more responsive, much more about the external forces, about the people around them, about the things that are happening to them that are changing how they feel about any given situation or scenario or person or whatever the the responsiveness it in that space when they move into stress their feelings become so much more about the external world yeah i always have kind of pictured this as an earning move that now i'm in stress i need to earn Mm -hmm. something this can be an attacking move. Yeah. When the four is in stress, this is where the venom can come out because they mm-hmm. had been in their own world, but in stress, now they're responding to you, and sometimes that can be, it can be weaponizing those emotions. Yes. And your emotions, and, and the negative side comes out. Yeah. And I, I think it, it can be, like, in a... Re- if you've ever experienced a four being angry or or upset because you are you are feeling the wrong thing and the four is telling you that you're supposed to feel something different Mm -hmm. that's what this is it's it's a responsive it's an external sense of that feeling center which says you are feeling the wrong thing and i need to correct that feeling in you because I'm I'm now externally oriented and feeling center is still this the primary way of understanding. Yeah. I feel like that came across as negative. The high side for fours here. Yeah, pick up like uh what are some high side two? Well I think that tools? that it's it's yeah, same coin, but it's uh when when fours are like the the high side of that stress space is that fours know how to navigate other people's feelings Mm -hmm. like they know how to swim in those waters because that's the waters they swim in all the time and so when they are not focused on their own feelings primarily then they can actually get out into the water and like help other people figure out how to swim there too Shores up some of the things they need to to really feel like, oh, I do have a place in the world. Right. The security move is moving into one space, and this is responsive doing space. Again, yeah. that's that that outward external reference, but now it's active. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh now it's like they this becomes the space where they they can actually like make plans like get things done within like how their relationships are so much about force relationships are about feeling like you and i make this joke about you all the time that like if if you if we're going to be in relationship with you jeff 
then we're doing something together. Mm-hmm. We're we're building something. We're making something. We're we're doing a podcast. Whatever. Like they like to be in relationship with you. A one. We're doing something together. To be in a relationship with a four, you're talking about your feelings. Mm-hmm. You may be doing something, but that is secondary. That is happening while you're also processing the relationship. In the one space, when fours become, when move into the security and, and become more responsive doers, then they are actually able to engage the world a little bit better and be yeah. less about the relational space. Yeah. You can you can see for here's again the reach when fours are reaching for security. I know a, a slew of fours who are part of theater troops, for example, yeah. or like some sort of musical uh, mm-hmm. ensemble. It's like I have a unique part to play, but I want to do it communally, yeah. and that because I feel secure in those spaces. So yep. it's I have a unique tool to to offer into this communal space. Yeah, but that there there it is. It's like we need to do something together. You can't just sit around talking about your feelings all day. Right. Fours can, but also there's stuff to do. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, the solitary feeler, being centered, you know, a lot of fours will rightly say, I love going home, putting on a record of broody music. Mm -hmm. That actually is incredibly healthy because that is you centered. And if if you're centering yourself, you know, that's that that is the place from which you can balance. Yep. And balance is the goal of this whole thing. We went around the circle. We did. Balance. Um, I think that like having those ideas in mind of when do I go solitary? When do I go independent? When am I responsive? Real helpful. Agreed. As- especially with the naming that you're in stress. We've said this in the past, but you have to name, now I have entered that state <laughs> I call stress. And when you get there then you can say i need to go to the high side or i'm gonna or i'm i'm really gonna disintegrate that's where disintegration actually works is the low side stress for those of you who've loved joey's material we're hopeful that we'll get a chance to have another conversation with her in january so sometime in late january early february we should be picking up a new topic and dialoguing and uh, very excited for that. TJ and I did a, a interview with the great Hunter Mobley that we'll publish in December. And uh, hey, you know what, TJ? It's almost Christmas. What? Why? <laughs> it's because I heard Mariah Carey <laughs> while we're walking through Target. Ugh, gross. <laughs> the, my favorite memes are those with Mariah Carey like coming sure. out like Michael Myers to 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 uh-huh. <laughs> kill some unsuspecting. Yeah. Halloween goer. <laughs> There's a lot of them this year, too. There's a ton. It's yeah. true. They crack me up every time. <laughs> nope. What Christmas means is that you and I are doing a deep dive into some sort of film that needs to be consumed Ooh. when we got uh, some hot stew, some uh, apple cider. Some What's your... What's your, uh, what's your... Hot stew? <laughs> that's what, <laughs> that's what I want to eat during during the cold winter months. Oh, sure. Yeah, just stew. Mm. What's your favorite, uh, what do you call those, comfort foods? Uh, I mainly like comfort foods in general. So <laughs> just I eat bread. heavy year round. <laughs> yeah. Give me lots of bread, lasagna. Chicken uh, pot pie every other night. Oh, man. I would eat a chicken pot yeah. pie every other night. No joke. But luckily, I have a wife who's concerned with health 
<laughs> With things like diabetes and weight, subcutaneous fat. Yeah. Big jerk. <laughs> <laughs> well, she is a responsive thinker. Um, we have a treat, man. We, you and I have been talking about this uh, film for many moons. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you'll you'll have to uh, send us your guesses on threads on on what uh, this is actually officially a Christmas movie that we will be uh, tackling, and it is neither Die Hard nor Lethal Weapon. Correct. Um, is Lethal Weapon a Christmas movie? Oh baby, it's, I know Die Hard is. It's one of the best. <laughs> you should probably tell them what the Christmas movie is, right? Do you want do you want do you want to spoil it? And it's the best Christmas movie. It's in TJ's mind, it's the best Christmas movie. We on so hopefully if I get my stuff together, this will come out on Thanksgiving Day or the Friday or on Black Friday. We will be releasing the Around the Circle Deep Dive into the Muppets Christmas Carol. Mm. Michael Caine, little Kermy. Comfort food, baby. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> I love Muppets Christmas Carol so much. It was it was a lot darker than I remembered. <laughs> that was that was my main takeaway. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I was like, but Scrooge. I, I suppose Scrooge just has that dark element. Yeah. The Christmas Carol is about ghosts. The little so. kid with the crutch. He's 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 not making yeah, it through this. He might die. <laughs> yeah. The Christmas Carol is dark. So be on the lookout. If you have not yet seen it, between now and then, treat yourself. Oh my gosh, it's so good. And in my opinion, one of the best Muppet movies. It is. Uh, fun fact. Uh, Created and released the year after Henson died. Yep. And so they had a lot of energy, a mm-hmm. lot of uh, we want to do our best work to remember somebody who mattered to us. Yep. I, I didn't know that, and, and then I watched the movie with that in mind. And I was like, they loved him. That was yeah. that was the thing. I was like, yeah, it made the movie so much better. Yep. Anyway. As said earlier, you can connect with us on Instagram or on threads. Uh, we're going to be hitting 2024 with a, a lot more interviews probably and um, trying to get into some theory. I've noticed like folks generally prefer <laughs> our depthier stuff. So oh, great. I think 2024, we'll, we will try to stretch our arms a little bit and, and bring the pain. So but that's not for a couple of years now, right? I mean, it's it's around the corner, my, my, my man. Gross. Say it's the case that the Muppets Christmas Carol gets you hyped up. We have an entire podcast called Movie Typing. Very easy to find. Just search Movie Typing Enneagram. Uh, we've already done like 30 or 40 movies. You could j- jump into Lord of the Rings, which we released last year, which is oh, also yeah. a Christmas movie, clearly. That was only one year ago? <laughs> Man, what is happening? Something like that. If uh, if you or somebody you love, uh, you are not just getting into the Enneagram if you've gotten this far. Uh, but if somebody you love is is looking to know their type, do find our Start Here podcast. That's our typing tool. Uh, about a thousand people went through it this month, and just uh, super excited to see that. And uh, would love to love for you to share that. Uh, music here is by Brian Claxton, the great Brian Claxton. Always. J- this song doesn't get old for me. I, I put it yeah. on every single time when A, I'm just like, just quality. Just quality man letting us have some quality charts. And uh, that's what I got. You got anything else? I got nothing. He's TJ Wilson. He's officially awesome. I'm Jeff Cook. And who you aren't just isn't interesting.